Hey, well, welcome to this week's episode of A Little Better. We're in Trust Issues Part 5. My name is Daniel. I will be your host. And today our conversation is live and in person with our lead pastor, Drew Karshner, and Webster Campus Pastor, Nate Miller, who preached all about Mary, her trust, and how we can know God's plan and make decisions for our life. We're so excited for this week's episode. Be sure you listen all the way to the end because we dive into like, how do I make decisions in my life so I don't mess up God's will for it? I can't wait to dive into this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single thing because remember, our goal in this podcast is to know Jesus better and by the power of his spirit, do better so together we can be a little better. Hey, well, welcome to the Little Better Podcast. My name's Daniel, and I'm here with Drew and our very special guest, Webster Campus Pastor Nate Miller. What's hey, glad on? to be here. Glad to be here. Nice. Well, we always start off with sports banter, right? Uh, but it's the Come week on. of sadness. I knew you were going to do this. <laughs> it's the week of sadness for Nate and myself, because uh, in baseball world, uh, baseball's over now, so we can move on to football officially. Right. Cardinals and Yankees are out. Who's even watching yeah. the playoffs? Nobody's anymore. watching anymore. Guys, right, most Drew? people are watching football anyway, so oh, oh. baseball doesn't matter wow. now because football has started. But my Braves are still 2-1. Sure. and one, So Dave Bame is still watching because he texts me every day yeah. something about how the Red Sox and how yeah. amazing they are. And Yeah, yeah. that's that's. That's dedication, you know? Yes. And there's probably Red Sox fans out there that you're still watching, but I'm not. So, yeah. They're they're definitely still watching. (laughs) (laughs) Give them credit, though. I didn't think anyone was going to beat Tampa Bay, but they took them down. So That's right. They played well. You know, to be sports fans for most teams, you got to have a lot of just dedication and you just move on and... Maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. Tough part about baseball, man, is it's such a long season yeah. and it comes to an end so quickly. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Most of us didn't start watching until two weeks ago anyways. That's and true. So. It's been yeah. short for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm pulling for the Braves, though. I've, I kind of always had, like, uh, yeah, I like them. So it'd be great. I knew you were That's my guy. new team now. Okay. I'm, I'm rooting for them. Come it's on. officially not my new team, so I'm just <laughs> staying with you're, the Cardinals. Yeah, you, come on. You're a Southern guy. That's, That's Atlanta, right. Right? I know, right? It's... uh. Shout out to, you know, the Southeast, but... Got the chop and everything. Yeah, that's right. They do. They have, they have some cool stuff they do in the stadium. Uh, hey, how did Arkansas do this weekend? Uh, they did really well to the last play of the game, so... Uh, <laughs> it's a shame they count that last play, isn't it? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> if they just stop, stop right? you know, just stop right there, they still would have lost because they would have been down by one, so... Yeah, so. I have a really corny segue okay. from Se- sports to Mary. It's, it's going to be a strong one. You <laughs> yeah, ready for this? Ready? I'm ready. You know, sometimes when you watch a game, you just you just don't know what's going to happen. It's true. And Mary just didn't know what was going to happen. Oh, boom. Uh, boom. Let's what end the podcast. Segue. Let's right go. There. Thanks for listening to this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this weekend, we jump from the Old Testament to the New Testament in our series, Against All Odds, from Nahum to Mary. Quite and a jump. Yeah, it was a small jump. <laughs> um, and we, we jumped from a bunch of stories of guys, you know, having their faith in God, and now First Lady making her appearance go, in the series. Shout yeah. out. And yeah. so, Nate, um, yeah, you crushed it this weekend. Thanks. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, Mary's story is, uh, 
Just yeah. so our audience knows, this is our first time recording in my office with all these lights and these cool mics, <laughs> and our producer just messed this <laughs> up. Oh, just so wow. everybody knows, our Over producer, watching YouTube videos. Ian, the video guy, <laughs> who tells everybody to turn their videos off. Turn their cell phones on vibrate, and he's playing a video game over there. And no, I don't know what he's doing. Candy Crush. Let's keep going. Let's rock and roll, bro. We are we are keeping this. We are, we are keeping, keeping this. This is no, the best. This contact. is our first time right Tenses. here. We have something on the guy who's editing yeah. us. Now, yeah, we have so the first. We're good. With Mary, one of the neat things, especially in this series on trust, I, it's just easy to get to overlook her. Right? You you just think of the story of Jesus and his birth and the significance of that. But I, it was neat to kind of pause for a minute and just think about her life, where she was at, what this must have meant for her, and then also, too, just to see her incredible trust that, you know, boy, again, you try to put yourself in her shoes, and I can't imagine saying yes to that. And what I love about her story, too, is her obedience, it was very quick. Like some of the other yeah. examples we've seen. Yeah. Like, look at, uh, what was Gideon. it? Gideon. Yeah, was Gideon. like, I need this. I need this. And Mary's just like, no, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust yeah. you. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the one thing that really stood out to me, you know, as like, if you put these stories side by side, like we have been doing week by week, is it's the immediate and the uh, obedience by Mary was just like, it just jumps out at you because she gets this word. She's like, may your word be fulfilled. Right. All right. Let's I do know. this. Yeah. And I think with Mary, what's what we miss so often in her story is one, we only look at it as Christmas. So it was weird. We're in October, yeah. even though I'm getting ready to decorate for Christmas yeah. to look That's at right. Mary's Amen. story. But like, I think you have to understand like culturally how big of a yes this is, right? From just like she should have been stoned, right? Like this was a huge deal to take on this scandalous thing. But also, pregnancy in this time frame was a death sentence in the sense of most women died from it, right? There wasn't yeah. like, oh, you need a C-section? Okay, yeah, let's let's right. line well, it up. You know, this pregnancy was open, a huge <laughs> deal. To say yes to yeah. a baby that wasn't going to, you know, technically be yours with a engagement and, oh, by the way, the risk of pregnancy and her dying from it yeah. were very, very elevated. And I think we miss that a lot in, in this culture, right? We, yeah. we're, I'm getting ready to have a baby and like, yeah. you know, a little great. I'm like, oh, what if something goes wrong? But we have babies every day. It's just like, mm, boom. Yeah. That was easy. Right. Yeah. There's so much like nuance around like pregnancy in the, the world of the Bible. If you want to say that, like kids are seen as a blessing from God, yep. number one, but it could be a death sentence, but you know, it's like, there's all these things that go on where in our culture that there's some people that view having children as an inconvenience that mm. like, you got to stop your career. You got to stop your life. Um, and, but it's a very different time. And then Mary, gets none of the benefits culturally uh, and all of the pressure and all right. of the negative things with this moment. And she's still like, I'm the Lord's, may your word be fulfilled. I'm just putting all my trust on the table with you, God. Like, yeah. I got you. I'm all in. Yeah. Again, just an amazing example of, yeah, of trust, which, good night. Yeah. And it's hard to even, I think, for us you know, to put ourselves in her position contextually when you think about just where we're at. I think that's a great point, Drew, of just thinking about not even just the the cultural and what are people going to think, but even to just the reality of her physically, what this is going to mean for her in her life of giving birth. And it's so different nowadays where, you know, thank, thank goodness for right. technology and the advancements yeah. that have been made. But yeah, that was a huge step for her even on that side of it.
And I wonder how many times she came back to that moment, right? Like, you know, you think about your life, right? You talked about, you know, your interruption of like, you never thought you're going to be a pastor and, you know, God changed that. But like, I'm sure, and I, this is kind of a question I had for you because I've experienced this. There's times in your life where you're like, okay, I know you call me this God, but I'm, I'm not sure that I, I want to do this anymore. Like, I'm not sure mm-hmm. this is still the calling. And, you know, oftentimes when I have, I go back to that original calling. I wonder how many times when it got tough for Mary, she went back to that moment was like, yeah. Okay, I, I said I'm the Lord's servant. I, yeah. I, I said I'm going to do this, right? I wonder that too, like the examples even we looked at, just of the shepherds coming, the dedication where she's treasuring it up. You would imagine that part of the treasuring is like, okay, I'm reminded of God, yeah. this is what you've called me to. Because you got to believe there are moments of just what is going to happen and yeah. what is this going to look like and how is this going to pan out that... Uh, yeah, I love those little moments where the Bible includes that, where she treasured these things in her heart, because that helps you understand, like, she's she's watching this thing unfold. Yeah. You know, it's easy for us to look at it, and we know the whole story, That's and right. we know how it's all going to work out, but for Mary, every day was a step of trust, and of like, God, this is yours, I'm going to trust you with it, I don't know what's going to happen next, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and that's just evidence of the fact of, you know, you opened up your message this weekend with about, you know, God's plan and purpose for all of our lives. And I think one of the reasons that it's so impactful that Mary treasured these things and that like when the, and it's so bigger even for our own lives, the application of that is God's calling and purpose for our life is better than ours is because when our life gets tough and it will like we may not you know be a virgin that gets pregnant but like our life is going to get tough we, you know we've heard this i've heard this cliche saying but it's so true of like he who calls you has to keep you mm. um and if if it's us you know making the plan for our life when our life gets tough it's so easy just to pivot and say career change or right. pivot yeah. and just say like all right i'm going to shift it up because this th- this thing that I wanted to do, now it's really hard to do. Now I don't want to do it anymore. I'm going to do something else. But if it's God that's like unfolding the path for our life and we're following him and we're trusting him, then it's like, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. Like you've, you've led me down this road and it's tough now, but this is where you're taking right. me and I, I got to trust that this plan and this purpose, this direction is better than anything I could pick, even though... It's not fun. Right. right Just now. because it's hard doesn't mean, oh, you know, this is the first off ramp. Yeah. Right? It's like, <laughs> I hit the first next. off. I got to stop. This must not be what God wants. It could be the very next thing He wants you to trust you with in that moment. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and I think it's cool how God keeps you, right? Like you look yeah. at Mary's story, there was clues all along the way of yeah. things that she didn't know. Like, can you imagine, like, you got this baby, you take it to the temple to be dedicated, and there's the, you know, the priest saying these things, and you're like, what just happened? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, and then she was like, okay, God, I, I'm starting to see. And I think God keeps us by, you know, there's a lot of an unknown that keeps us from trusting God, yeah. but then he, he gives us a lot of like, oh wow, just small little glimpses into the future. And you're like, okay, I, I, I see you working, God. Okay. I, I'm sure Mary had moments like that, that some aren't even recorded, right? Yeah. You th- you, so you don't think Mary walked up to the temple and Simeon was like, I may die now because I've seen the Messiah. <laughs> and she's not thinking, oh, yeah, that probably happens at most people's dedications. <laughs> right. This is normal. Uh, this yeah. is normal, Maybe right? she was like, this guy's good. He's <laughs> yeah. real good. Right. <laughs> yeah, she probably did not think that at but all. Most uh, parents, though, today come away like, yep, my kid is the Messiah. That's <laughs> right, you're right. They my can do no wrong. It's right. incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's incredible. So what would we say, you guys, you know, pour out your wisdom here for somebody who is in that tough spot in their life where they feel like, you know, they're following God, they're faithful to him, and they're just in a tough spot either with their 
their job right now that they potentially may lose it or they just have lost it um, or whatever they may be doing. You know, they're trying to have a child in their marriage and it's just not working. Uh, and God's led them this whole way, but it's tough right now. What's, what's their next step? What's the thing they should do? I mean, a couple things come to my mind. I think initially would just be to continue to, it's okay to wrestle with that. And I don't think any of us are saying like, just smile and pretend like everything's fine. Like there are going to be hard times. So number one, that's okay. And and that will happen. And then I would just say, just lean into it as much as you can run to God, just like you would during the good times of just God, what, what is it that you're doing? What is it that you have for me? What is it that I'm missing? What, what is it that you're trying to do inside of me or around me? But just be open-handed with how he's leading and directing you in that in that moment. It could get to the point where he's like, okay, I have, I have something new for you. But oftentimes it's not. Oftentimes yeah. it's just he's just trying to grow you in the midst of whatever you're facing. So, yeah, just keep pressing in. And he he will guide, he will lead, and he will direct. Um, if we have that posture of just, God, I want to be used by you, even though it's hard, help me see and know what that is. Yeah, that's good. I also think it's just Mary's statement. She says, I am the Lord's. Mm. And I think remind yourself of that, right? Who God is. And, you know, we sang a song, Jaira, right? I am the Lord's. He's our provider. And so just coming back to the truth of scripture, right? He provides, he flowers the lilies in that song, right? He takes care of the sparrow. He's going to take care of you. And it might not look like what you want. Again, that's a huge part of trust. Mary's story is the unknown, What's the, scary for all of us is not knowing what's next, right? We worry about it. it, it, it our anxiety raises. But just remind yourself, I'm the Lord's. Who is God? And has he always provided for me? Yes, and he always will. And so I think that statement, there's a lot behind those words, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we have such a tainted view of the word, just that word providing mm-hmm. uh, in America because we, we view like, provision as we have food on the table, a roof over our head, our bank accounts are full, and we got a backup savings account. Like, God has been so faithful. It's not just the fact of, like, we can't, it's hard for us to go back in our minds to when we were, like, broke as a joke in college, and all we could buy is ramen, and, like, that was, like, God providing a way because you found a 20 stuff in a couch cushion somewhere. Bro, I love ramen, though. The Lord is good when he's (laughs) providing ramen. But that's, like, like the the Lord... Any other country where they're, like, making statements like Mary, like, I'm the Lord's, you're going to be a provider. Like, that Lord's Prayer of daily bread is a real Mm. thing for them where we are like, God, where are you at? And, like, that's just because we couldn't you know, yeah. afford the the upgrade package in the car yeah. that we really wanted. We had to, you know, downgrade with the new car. I was just know? talking it's to like, my daughter, Olivia, about that, of just what, just the fact that God has blessed us with the time that we're born in yeah. right now, because you, she's learning about this at school of different, you know, periods and cultures yeah, yeah, and yeah. times and history and just realizing, man, being born now is a blessing in and of itself, just with what we get to enjoy. And here in America, we are rich and providing like we don't really I mean we have so much Mm. that it's really hard to not feel like you're ever at a point of like what where's my next meal going to come from or how are we going to you know have a roof over our head like we so much of that stuff is just given nowadays that certainly for Mary and other periods of time were it was not that case absolutely that's exactly what it is you know going back jumping back to those like hard moments in our life though like I kind of went on a rabbit trail there with the word providing but uh, those hard moments in our life. What what I've found in my short life, you know, of just twenty something years, is that a lot of times those moments in our lives, it's it's God molding us and shaping like mm. our character, and we're we're being 
like forged as yeah. like a blacksmith, you know, he's, he's heating up the metal to, to bend it and shape it. And, uh, we often lose sight of that a lot of the times when it's our first couple moments of trial, when it's the first couple of times. And now I'm in a point where it's like, when it's hard, it's like, oh, I'm realizing God's trying to change something within me and my character right. and my heart. Um, instead of this is just hard for the sake of it being hard. It's like, no, that's not like God's, God's, I'm looking, I'm, I'm leaning in now. It's like, okay, wh- what are you trying to teach me about who I could be or should be in light of who you are, God? Um, and ultimately God's purposes are, are for his, mm-hmm. his own glory because he's the only one that deserves that. Yeah, nothing's wasted. I try to always remind myself yeah, of that. Nothing's good. wasted. So even in the hard time and the waiting, you can feel like the change is out there and this is what's next or the new chapter of this decision. But no, nothing's wasted. Right now he's trying to do something in me that mm-hmm. I need to try to see and discover. Well, yeah. and I think with Mary, we often we often focus on Jesus, right? Rightfully so, the yeah. Savior of the world arrives. But think about from the moment Gabriel came to the moment Jesus died, how much Mary must have changed based yeah. off of that journey of trust, right? How much God did mold her and shape her into this, you know, young righteous woman to this woman who takes on the son of Jesus strong enough to watch her son die. Like Mm -hmm. that didn't happen by accident. That happened through a journey of trust, trusting God with every step of the way. How many, how many moms want to walk that journey? Right. Yeah. Mary was a strong woman who like literally had to trust God. Her journey didn't get much better. Right. I'm sure she had some good days with Jesus, but you know, the, the climax of her story and her trust is watching her son be humiliated and brutalized. Yeah. Right? And she's she's one of the ones like closest followers of Jesus who didn't bounce right, right. at the end. Like all the twelve disciples that they, they rolled they out. You know, yeah. they scattered like sheep with their shepherd stroke stroke. And so like and Mary's just, you know, the picture at least we have in the gospels is she's just right there. Yeah. The whole time. Like just watching, you know, every agonizing moment and every agonizing second of Jesus' brutal, brutal death. And she's right, right there the whole time. Yeah, I mean, he speaks directly to her yeah. and the disciple on the cross. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Mary is a strong, strong woman. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine that. No. no, no, no way. So the question that comes to my mind with that phrase that you highlighted and we've just highlighted over and over again is Mary treasuring the, the unfolding plan of God in her heart. It's like, how can we do that in our lives? How can we, you know... As our lives progress, and obviously God is moving and, and directing and guiding our steps, what are some ways that we can treasure the unfolding plan of, of God in our lives? Yeah, I, I think it, be, it can be even look look for the little things. It, it doesn't have to be these big moments. Even the I shared that one example of you know stopping over at a friend's house after work to drop off food, and you can just in a simple hello, hey, how are you doing? God can be working through you in the life of someone who's super lonely right now. And you can really encourage them by taking 15 minutes to drop by, hang out and see them. And Mm -hmm. that's God working in and through you. So I think be open to those interruptions, see them as invitations, whether big, whether small. God wants to work on all of those moments. So I, I think... Yeah, and, and then just celebrate and thank God, you know, give him praise, you know, for that that moment and opportunity that he provided for you. But I think there's interruptions and opportunities, invitations all around us mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah, we just got to pay attention to and re- recognize, man, that was God. 
I didn't yeah. see that coming in my day. Yeah. But he did. And thankfully, you know, I was awake enough to be able to step into that yeah. moment um, and be, be used by him. So I think it can happen in a ton of different ways, even throughout the course of each day. And, and allow yourself to be interrupted, yeah. right? You know, like, I think it's paying attention, right? But we are so busy. Our schedules are so full that mm-hmm. when we are interrupted, it's like you said, it's an inconvenience. And we just move past it, right? I don't have time to be interrupted. I don't yeah. have time to pay attention. I don't right. have time to see that need. And I think just being okay interrupting your day, right? Like, I'm terrible at this because I'm a planner. Yeah. Like, and, and interruption's the worst thing in my life, right? Because it's like, no, this is not the plan. I don't want to do this. Like, it, I get anxiety thinking of interruptions. Yeah. And just allowing your, 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 your schedule to, it's okay. Be flexible enough to say, I think God is moving. I think there's a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, too, yeah. of, like, listening to his voice and him saying, like, no, this is me, right? Because I think we can get really over-spiritual and be like, wait, I think God's yeah. telling me to pause this podcast. You yeah. know, I mean, like, it's, yeah, right. but, like, listen to the voice yeah. and be okay being interrupted. Right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, give yourself space. Uh, I think one other thing, just a skill, is is learning to reflect back on God's mm. faithfulness yeah. uh, over the, the long haul, of, like, where he's taken you from, you know, and where he's got you now of, like, you look back, you know, we, we joked about, you know, having $20, you know, stuff in the couch, you know, just so you could provide food and like, look at where you're at now. Yeah. You know, we always, we're always looking forward in our lives. Like, and we're, we're taught by just our culture of just next level up in the ladder. Right. It's like, okay, I want to get there now. And then like the goalpost seems to just keep being moved further and further back uh, because there's always somebody uh, ahead of us, you know, in their in their family life, in their family maturity, or they're they're ahead of us in our career, or they're ahead of us. They're just ahead of us, and so we're like, okay, now now they're the marker, you know, because we've already passed the one we wanted. But if we look back and realize that God's been faithful all along the way, mm-hmm. and look how far He's brought us, um, that's you know, all throughout the scriptures in the Old Testament. You know, when God's leading the people of Israel, he's constantly asking them through the prophets, remember, 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 Mm -hmm. remember, like I've been faithful, I am faithful, I will be faithful, like I'm always faithful. And if if we do all the things that you guys shared and just reflect back, we'll, we'll live at a at a pace that we will be able to listen to the Holy Spirit instead of just this like this this pace of like, all right, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? We can live present in the moment and 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 follow where God is leading us in our lives and in our families. And share those stories, right? Yeah. Like your God's faithfulness in your life in a hard season could inspire Absolutely. Me, his faithfulness to me, right? Yeah. And like we, we get together weekly in community groups. Like it doesn't have to just be a time where you get in a circle and share all the bad things that you need prayer. It can mm-hmm. also be a time where you celebrate God and say, hey, I just want you guys to know how God came through for me. Yeah. Because someone might need to hear it in your group, yeah. right? Someone might think God doesn't care about me and, mm-hmm. and his faithfulness in your life can actually motivate and remind me of his faithfulness in my right. life. And so I just don't think we do a good job That's of, good. of yeah. sharing God's stories, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. they inspire you. They remind you of the truth. Yeah, because it's that one time where you're you're bragging on somebody else. It's like you're not bragging on your own so like well, let me tell you how spiritual I was this week and it's like no it's like God's been faithful yeah. you know let me let me share about his faithfulness right. I know that in those moments in our community group that they're always encouraging like everyone yeah. around it but they're so hard to share because you feel like I just feel like I'm bragging it's like no you're not bragging like you're just sharing about the faithfulness of God you're doing mm-hmm. what you know you should be doing in this moment so you think of all the prayer requests 
that have been answered that have gone uncelebrated. Yeah. You yes. know, like yes. it's crazy when you stop and think about how many times we pray, but then do we circle back up and like, oh God, you came through, man. Yeah. Thank you. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and that just echoes that how hard we or how bad we are at doing that right. remembering. Like we are really bad, you know, because how many times have you in your community group, small group, whatever the case may be, uh, if you do remember to get asked, you know, ask somebody about that prayer request, like how, how that surgery go that you, we were praying for, or like how that job search go, or, you know, whatever the case of being like, oh yeah, uh, it's all good now. It's like, oh, so God came through. Right. It's like, we just like <laughs> brush that off. It's Sorry. like, oh yeah, I did find a job. No big deal. It's like, <laughs> what? Wait, like you, we prayed for this and, and it came through. It's like, you know, you could say what you want, but God was faithful in the midst of that, and we're yeah. not, we're not. Or we take that. credit for it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. man, I crushed that interview. Let <laughs> that me was tell awesome. you, I, you, my, you, they had no choice. Would you look they at my resume, like- <laughs> and hey, like we do, we just yeah. like we were like, oh yeah, good man, I came through on that. No, you didn't. God no. did. God like, provided, yeah. right. right? And yeah. I just think that's really important to come back and celebrate and inspire yeah. the faithfulness of God and others. Yeah, yeah. So remember, reflect, celebrate. Those mm-hmm. are all just really positive things uh, we can do. Uh, what do we do in this last, in and on the podcast right here, last question, uh, how do we distinguish uh, the, the plan of God? We were, we were bantering back and forth before we even started recording about, you know, do we wait until an angel shows up, you know, to, to like know when God is calling us to do something or when this is God asking us of, of like to, to make a move to, to do these things, you know, because in Mary's life, that's what this is what happened to her, you know. In multiple mm-hmm. other stories, we, we looked at Gideon, an angel showed up. Joshua, an angel showed up. Like, is that what we're supposed to wait until an angel yeah. shows up in our lives? Like, how do we distinguish like the plan of God to our plan to just somebody else's plan for our life? Like, how do we? What what do we do? Sure. What are we doing that? Yeah, I think there's a, a a couple of filters that might be able to help us discern that. Number one, clearly, is going to be okay. Is this something that God would want and desire? Like. Is, is this a sin issue or is this outside of God's plan? You know, yeah, like, right. should I really be a Cowboys fan? No. No, you shouldn't. That <laughs> is a clear... I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, you could call it sin what they're doing to other teams. <laughs> you see that? that like, ooh, man. Oh, man. Speaking of Cowboys, I don't know if you guys saw my beautiful decorations. I, I thought I'd highlight that. Yeah, that I personally like the, the elk version. antlers better. So, uh, I know. Ian took my elk antlers down. So, like, yeah, hey, Ian, you're 0 for 2, bro. <laughs> thanks for listening to the audio version of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. In all seriousness, sorry for that side trail. But I do think, is, is, is he... Is he clearly asking you to do something outside of his plan and will? Okay, yeah. all right, that, that'll narrow it down. But then, too, I think it's just the wisdom filter of just, if you're unsure, bring people in, your, your spouse if you have one, or a roommate of yours, or a close friend, or maybe family that can help you discern, like, am I thinking about this right, or is there an angle here that maybe I haven't considered that mm. I should consider? So those two things right away, I think, kind of shrink it down to at least help you discern, like, okay, is this a step that I can take? I think the last one would just be, too, just that continual prompting of just, like, this hasn't gone away. Like, maybe maybe this truly is something I need to take a step in. Mm. And again, look for God's faithfulness and validation there, and then he might open up another step in that. But those are a couple things that come to my mind. 
Yeah, I think the spirit of God, right? Like, if, you can wait on an angel, but you got something better. God Himself lives in yeah. you, right? Mm-hmm. And He will guide you and That's prompt right. you. You know, the, the, He calls it the Holy Spirit, our advocate, our guide, right? And so there's the spirit of God is called a guide, and so is the the word of God, right? So many of us don't know God's will because we don't spend time in God's word, right? And the scriptures say it's a lamp unto our feet. So when it's dark, what's the best thing right. to guide you? Light, right? Yeah. The, the God's word is light. And so again, those are those filters, right? And so be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's leading. Um, no, don't wait on an angel because you will be you'll be waiting and you won't do anything, right? And don't be afraid. I, I would challenge people. I think a lot of people wait and wait, and they're waiting for this like full hundred percent in the clouds written there. Like, no, you don't have to wait. If you've lined it up with the filters, you've talking to God's people. And you come to this conclusion, man, God's le- go, do, you know, like right. so many of us just wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Like even, I think sometimes if an angel came to us, we'd still have another excuse of like, well, that was an angel, but it wasn't God. So I'm going to wait <laughs> on God, you know, like, yeah. come on, do what you're supposed to do. I think for many of us, it's not an issue of what I should do. It's do I really want to do this? Mm, that's good. What both of you highlighted right there, uh, which I think is so important to, to know, is is you focus not on what decision we're making, but how we're making decisions, because uh, none of us can ruin God's plan for our lives. Like, we may put ourselves in situations that aren't desirable for our lives, but God is continually faithful. Mm. God is the one who's continually working. And there's a there's a biblical word that we never use in our modern language, which is just thwart. Like no one can thwart the plan of God. No one can uh, despise it or cut its legs right. off. Like nobody can do that. And so don't worry so much about oh, I feel like if I make this decision or if I take this job, it's not going to be God's will for my life and it's just going to be totally, utterly ruined. If I go to that place, if I give this money, like, no, it's like, you're not that important. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, But also God is that big that we can make decisions if we're filtering it through biblical community, biblical guidance and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, then we can live our lives. Like we can do and go. And if we're desiring to bring God glory and become more like him, then do it. Like go and live, trust God, trust that God is bigger than any of your just minute, like you should have taken that job, but you took the other one, like uh, decisions. Like God is bigger and God just wants to work in you and through you wherever you may find yourself. That's good. Yeah. Don't get hung up on those little things that often paralyze us from taking steps of obedience. I always say I'd rather get to heaven sweaty and exhausted (laughs) and God be like, you missed on a couple times versus like, hey, what were you doing just sitting around? What were you waiting for? Right. right? Mm -hmm. I, I obviously put a couple leanings in your heart and what yeah. were you doing, right? Yeah. Like, I just rather get to heaven being like, man, I gave it all I had. And I know there's probably times where I, I messed it up. I'm a sinner. We're all sinners, right? It's okay, right? God's big enough to take to handle that. He, he knows. And so, like, don't be afraid to listen to the Spirit of God and act, right? Go yeah. for it. It reminds me of like a, a basketball analogy. Like, the coach never takes the kid out who's, like, giving it 110%. And he may be in the wrong spot defensively every now and then, like, but he, he's giving it everything he has. Like, he's guiding that, you know, that stallion, that, that guy that's giving it everything he has. But the coach always takes out the kids. He's just, like, sitting on his heels. Like, yeah. he's not doing anything. Yeah. You know, he's, like, takes him out. So uh, if you, you take anything away from this podcast today, do something. Like, yeah, it's like, right, right. do something. Like, God's faithful. Trust him and, and go and live your life. So. Yeah. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of A Little Better. Make sure to subscribe if you're watching our YouTube channel. Uh, and if you are watching our YouTube channel, you realize that it's a little better today. It's our first time at, uh, filming uh, in person, uh, so the banter was a little better, and uh, the, <laughs> the mics the, were the, a little better. The mics were a little. <laughs> everything was just a little better. We're living up to the name of this podcast. So be sure to subscribe, hit that bell, so you don't miss a single episode. If you're on listening on the audio version, you notice too. It's a little better. The mic, the audio version is a little better as well. Be sure to subscribe, uh, and um, so you don't miss a single episode. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. Mm-hmm.